John Richards here. I'm with Shovels and Rope. It is so good to see you. We've been talking on and off over the years for um, about nine years now, I think, is is where we're at. Yeah, this is true. It's been a while. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's a little different this time. It's, it's good to check in with you. And I'm so excited to show this session. Before we do, I just wanted to ask where you are now and then where these sessions were filmed, because it's I love it. It's just it's so intimate and beautiful. Let, me, let, let everyone know what we're going to be watching. Well, I'll say where we are now. We're in our house in John's Island in our kitchen and we're where we like, you know, live our lives and do the kid world. Uh, it's very beautiful spring. Uh, every azalea and camellia is in bloom and jasmine and wisteria <laughs> and all that. But uh, the studio that is in our backyard is where we made uh, the session. Yeah, it's about like we walk out the backyard. It's about, uh, I don't know, 30 feet away from our house. It's like all uh, plywood, it's, like a, a utilitarian kind of, um, you know, like artsy little little shack. The studio has always been uh, essential for us, especially since we had little ones to be able to work from home. And since Michael makes all of our records from home, having a space outside of the house has made it so that we can like achieve work-life balance that would be otherwise way more challenging. I love that. And the first song we're going to see is, correct me if I'm wrong here, this is an unreleased song, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. What? Tell me a little bit about Domino. Domino. Um, it's a song about, it's basically, it's about James Dean. Mm-hmm. It started out to be about James Dean's uh, car that was like kind of supposedly haunted, you know, and um, and the one that he crashed and then, the, uh, you know, somebody had some of the guts of it, put it back together, and then that car crashed and killed somebody. And um, I don't know, this, the story kind of goes on and on, but why don't you describe Well, so the idea is that uh, James Dean crashes his car and it's his ghost kind of realizing that he's dead and he's walking around uh, fascinated at the effect that his brief film career had on American pop culture. And uh, his little ghost is like just standing. I, I picture the ghost of James Dean standing out, looking inside, like one of these fifties diners. Like, man, not bad. I only had three movies under my belt. <laughs> Here's Domino. Sticking to my hair, stick, sticking to my thigh. Got that sweet silver spider, got that sugar in my. Gonna push it till she's smoking, gonna break her 85. Well, tie fire, pumping up the smoke. Fire, crack a strap to a can of coke. Squeal in the wheel, and a speed in a choke. Immortal, cause America can't ever let me go. Did I die last night? Am I walking around? I'm here, but not me. I'm a ghost, I'm a domino. Iconic, supersonic, 50s America, you know you want it I'm Jimmy Star, I'm out the door That's what they say, they say you leave them wanting more, more, more In the mood of your broody generation 
I'm what you're chasing. I'm the face that freewheeling dealers making. Cue all the girls and the boys and the parents are shaking. Did I die last night? Am I walking around? I'm here, but not me. I'm a ghost. I'm a domino. I'm a domino. Graziano on the mood of your rooted generation I'm you, I'm what you're chasing I'm the face that freewheeling dealers making Cue all the girls and the boys and the parents All shaking did I die last night Am I walking around? I'm here but not me I'm a ghost, I'm a domino I'm a domino We're here with Shovels and Rope here at KEXP at home, and um, it's great to see you as always. So, and and you have so you have two at home, two and five, correct? That's right. Yeah, yeah, a girl Louie and a boy Oscar, and I'm told one dog as well, an older dog. Mm-hmm. One dog, yeah, an older senior gentleman. <clears throat> He's he <laughs> had used to he mm-hmm. was with us. He, like forever. He's been everywhere, and now he's 12, and he's retired, and he's like, he likes to kick it at home while we go. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, getting out and, and having that space uh, to be able to record, and for this pandemic, have you, you know, being at home more, I'm sure you can appreciate being at home and not touring, but what is what is your view of not being on the road and, and being home during this last year? Um, I mean, it's hard, for real, like, uh, just with kids and with all of the um, uncertainties and we weren't able to make money, you know, we're um, cause that's the, that's the way that we make a living is to tour, but silving, you know, silver linings abound digging in with our kids and um, at this particular age. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we've, we've had a lot of time to just make stuff in our studio and be really creative, which is um, we spend so much time on the road that a lot of times when we do the tour and then come home for a couple of weeks and just try to slam the studio as much as we can and then get back, back out on the road and go, 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 you know. And um, we've just been able to kind of hang back and, and, um, and, you know, approach music in a little bit of a different slower paced way which has been nice really nice we've all we've never had a chance to well specifically michael's hasn't been able to track a record and then come back and have a fresh listen it's always really you know there's all gung we're gung-ho all the time and time constraints parlay into part of our creative process you know Uh, i want to talk about the next song so it's another unreleased song um this one is called bleed me and again, thank you for performing these. I'm, I'm so psyched for people to see them for the first time, or possibly. Um, tell me about this. Uh, this is a song. I, it's, uh, I wrote it for my son, and um, 
you know, I don't know. It's about being, <laughs> getting drained, you know, <laughs> like uh, I, I, it's the best. It's about it being the best and also getting drained at the same time. Right. And, you know, anybody who has kids can, can know that. But yeah, we're, uh, thanks for letting us play some new music for you. We always feel so safe to bring you our new songs. <laughs> we appreciate it. You are 
Thank you for those two songs, um, and thank you for letting us debut them um, here at our at-home sessions. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you all out in Seattle. When you think of your kids and just being immersed in music, did the you know the five-year-old may have a little bit of an understanding, but it won't seem weird to them. But do you think about how your kids will view your their childhood differently than yours? I feel like they. I don't know. I mean, we just try to keep it fun for them all the time. The root they they're they're happy kids. They love music. I don't know if they like our music, you know, but they, um, <laughs> they like music and we sing with them all the time and just like, you know, we'll dance jam and play harmonica and everything. And, um, it's just, it's just fun. I feel like they will, they'll at least be, um, you know, we're setting them on the path to, um, be able to, uh, take joy from music or go to it for music or, or maybe to feel, you know, yeah. And not necessarily as a profession, certainly wouldn't necessarily like discourage them from it. But I hope that living on the front lines and seeing the reality and the the fun stuff and the gritty, the greasy hard yeah. parts of it, that they'll have an informed decision to make or whatever. But yeah, Oscar has no idea what he's going to, when he goes back on the road, he, he doesn't remember turning one on a tour bus in Cologne, Germany. Uh, but <laughs> Louis very much um, knows what it means to be on tour, is looking very forward to going back out on the road. And I check with her all the time just about, like, I mean, she's only five, but like, hey, how's your childhood going? You know, like, are you feeling good about going back on the road? Is it, Do you want to, do you think you'll someday want to stay at school and not go on the road? And, you know, as of right now, she has ev- no intention of ever retiring from tour. Louis is ready. She's a road dog for life. <laughs> yeah, it's like camping, it's like camping for yeah. half your life. <laughs> she gets to make the pour overs for the road manager in the morning. She's like ready. Let's talk about the next song we're going to hear, Mississippi Nothing. If you have an intro, I know it's not always uh, easy to introduce your own songs, but I'm always fascinated to know how, the, how an artist sees their songs. This is more like, uh, more or less like, um, you know, re- looking back at your life and just these, you know, these two characters that grew up together. One of them was, um, you know, like star athlete and popular in high school. Another one, not so much. And then, uh, they, you know, their roles sort of reversed later in life. You know, one of them th- that was more successful where the superstar in high school kind of, didn't do so much. He's not feeling so great about his life. But he's drunk at a bar with lots to say about it. <laughs> yeah, and he, he calls up the other guy to be like, um, your, your life's pretty good, but do you remember remember back in high school, the good old days? <laughs> <laughs> when my life was great. <laughs> yeah, peaked in high school. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> Joy is killing me I don't have anything Remember when we used to wear each other's clothes Yeah, I've been struggling But I know lots of things And I got an idea that's gonna turn on the money hoes 
Joking on a joke, try to keep it light. I could never quite get the timing right. But you, you never know how it feels. I got ideas. We watched you on TV at the recovery. The sound was good, but you're always looking down. Don't take this personally. But man, if that was me, I'd make more eye contact with the camera, kind of worth the crowd. Probably think I called and said you were right But I'm blacked out drunk in a cotton field on a Friday night And I got nothing to do but tell you how I feel I got ideas So watch out I'm bluffing like I'm some kind of Mississippi nothing But I was first string quarterback Drove you everywhere That time when Ronnie hit you so hard You tried to drive and wreck your car And I had to help you Wash the blood out of your head Cause I've always been We talked earlier about the the work uh, life balance, and seeing you two perform um, is just—it's so great. It, 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 just the intimacy and just how you play off each other. It, it, it uh, for any couple out there, that is couple goals right there that you're able to um, just have these. Just not just um, 
kind of emotionally connected performances, but when I see you live, they're also very fun. Like you guys have fun together. And I think it's sort of, a, I hate to read into your, your band as a relationship goal, but, um, don't go too deep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you, You'll be do you say, <laughs> oh, it's such a disappointment to everybody. I mean, it is, you have a lot, you know, I'm in, I do, um, a bunch of things in my professional life with my wife and I, without thinking about it, I do separate myself from the relationship without even thinking about it. Like when we're trying to figure out, like if you're figuring out touring or you're figuring out the next record, are you, how are you all doing with that? And I hate to ask if it's not going well, but, um, are you able to separate (laughs) those things? We are. But the thing is, it's funny. We used to be really good at separating the things. In fact, it was like, and Michael's really good at compartmentalizing anyway, like, uh, but then as everything, as the band became the family and the family became the business and the band, and it was, it is all wrapped up. Like tour involves the well-being of our children. And yes, there's a show to do, but if somebody's sick, you know, it's like family gets mixed up in it. And, and when we're trying to work out what happens live and what happens in the studio, for example, uh, it is work and it's the musical partnership, but the, like the dynamics of the marriage definitely like insert themselves into the process. I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings earlier about something that didn't have anything to do with music, but now we have to get through the music thing. It's also like <laughs> time, you know, we have um limited amount of time to get anything to work together because yeah, we don't have child care unless the kids are in school so and then right. there's always school is always not happening for some reason there's always a, it's like a holiday or somebody's coronavirus somebody's <laughs> sick you know it, uh so we have to get in a room and kind of look at each other totally not not feeling it you know it could be like one of those times where you're just not and you can't and you have to you know you kind of get there. And that's like a lot about just the partnership, understanding how, you know, we got to like figure, figure out a way. And that's, you know, I mean, we've had to kind of do that this whole time, but it's just more complicated and it's all woven together now, you know, we've managed to play shows for 10 years without ever not having a show because we had a fight. The show has always (laughs) gone on. Some of our best shows. Always got on. Probably all of our best shows. When we were fighting, <laughs> fighting, and then I love it. So yeah, uh, you know this is it's a superpower. This I feel like it's an allegory for anybody's marriage. Really, it's just that our stuff happens in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And talk about the next song, "Hail Hail" is the last one we're going to see. A little troubles in a classic, a tribute to a tribute to um, rock and roll and Chuck Berry and the way that rock and roll makes us feel in our relationship with records is that would you say is that true i think you nailed that yeah you wrote it all right Silver still so rock and roll. 
finger on exactly what it is that you stole You bribed me lower than I thought that I could ever go You threw my B-Red heart to a deep dark hole Thank you. That was a beautiful session. And I love talking with you and catching up. And I'm so excited for y'all to get back out on the road. Um, and hopefully people can get this will be a nice preview of what people can see when this happens. I think that's the best part of these sessions at home now. And um, thank you for letting us in your home. Oh, thank you. It's good to see you, man. Yeah. It is, it is always good. Since the OB Joyful days um, till now, it is, uh, it's an honor to, uh, to call you guys friends. I really appreciate you taking the time today. Oh, wow. Uh, thanks, thanks, John.